Welcome to the Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary. In each episode, we will highlight an essential oil or herb that may be used to optimize your health. Flip on your diffuser and bask in the beauty of aromatherapy and naturopathy. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, concurrent with The Awakened Man. I thought it'd be good to talk about intermittent fasting. Now, I did an episode on intermittent fasting back in 2017. Certainly in 2017, there were people, I think probably more of the biohacker, paleo, primal, uh, kind of paleolithic type backgrounds who knew about fasting. But certainly now fasting in the last four years has blown up. Has blown up, and I think this is good. I've talked about it here and there about the benefits of fasting, but I thought I'd do a new episode on it because my first now that we're almost 500 episodes of The Awakened Man, the first 200 now you can't get on a feed, you have to go to Naturopathic Earth or SoundCloud or somewhere to go to those back episodes. And a lot of those back episodes were the, the primary fundamental core of my message which was stay away from toxins in your health that can affect your health, that can bring you cancer, hormone disruption. So a lot of episodes were on the history of fluoride in the water and plastics and parabens and phthalates and the importance of the microbiome. And we have early episodes on kombucha and and then we have episodes on fasting and vitamin D deficiency and all these things like that. So fasting now is, is pretty common. Now, of course, we've been fasting since the beginning of time. So what I just mean, like fasting is as in the zeitgeist. But we've been fasting for a long time. Of course, in the religious world, monks fast. The Desert Fathers, the early Christian Desert Fathers fasted. The Buddhist monks fasted. It's a type of of penance. If you look in the Old Testament, sackcloth and ashes you would wear and then you would fast. And we still do that in the Catholic world. I mean, most Catholics think they only fast uh, during Lent, but you can certainly fast every Friday and to fast every day. You offer it to the souls of the dead, to the souls in purgatory. But we're going to talk about some physical benefits, some physical benefits of fasting. Now, in full disclosure, some of you already know this, but I have not eaten breakfast since 2014. I have been practicing daily fasting since November of 2014, so I'm coming up on seven years. If My Catholic school edition is correct here, and I'm never going to go back. I'm, I, I've never missed a day or anything like that. I'm never going to go back. Most days, as I've mentioned the last probably year, I do a three to seven. So I have a four hour eating window. Uh, but sometimes like on the weekends, I have my kids, I'll eat at one, you know, I'll break it earlier. I've, I think I've only eaten twice in the last seven years where I broke my fast at 11 AM between 11 and 12 AM window. And then maybe five times between 12 and one. Um, but I do go to mass every morning or many mornings, I should say. And I always wonder, and I've tried to Google this, like how many calories are in the wafer, the communion wafer, which we believe is the body and blood of Christ. Go to John 6 and so forth. But I always wonder that. I was like, does it break my fast? But either way, receiving the spiritual benefits and the graces of the Eucharist, I think is more important than the fasting. All right, so let's get to some benefits. Now, a lot of these you guys already know, but I thought it'd be good to kind of remind you the, the the main thing I think that people, why people fast, sorry, my reverb keeps going up, 
is because it, it is a biohack for weight loss. Absolutely. And there's a couple of reasons for this. The main reason is our body's preferred source of energy is glucose, carbs. And it will run on that unless something changes. So what happens is when you fast, and again, we're just going to talk about daily intermittent fasting. Some people do 24-48, the longer fast. And you definitely get the, the, the benefits greater when you the, the longer you go. But your body will start being like, oh, damn, all of our glucose reserves that are in the muscles or in the, the liver is stored as glycogen. They're gone. What are we going to do? Oh, no. So what they do is they convert your fat into ketones and burn those. So it runs on your fat. So you can burn your fat reserves. So this is why um, it's one of the easier times of, of human history, I suppose, to lose weight. Now, when I lost my weight back in 1990 and so forth, we barely had bariatric surgery and fasting wasn't known. So I, I like I tell people, it's like, if you want to lose a lot of weight, this is a good time to, to live in some ways. Yeah, you're still exposed to food porn and all the additives in food, but at least you have fasting and fasting is very well known. So a lot of people do it for that. So you just burn your fat reserves. And the longer you can go in the day, the better. Now, some people, and I have an article at Naturopathic Earth, how fasting removed my eating disorders. But at the same time, if you already have a predilection for eating disorders, like especially anorexia, it could turn into that. Or if you're a binge purging bulimic, it could turn into that. Because think about it, you're not eating all day and then boom, you have a big meal and then you're just like gorging gallons of ice cream. So you need to be careful on that. And remember with fasting too, you're eating the same amount of calories you're supposed to have on a given day. You're just shortening your eating window to get the benefits of not eating during that time, but you're still supposed to eat the same amount of calories. Now, typically you don't because most people, when they fast, they only do two meals. And so one of the ancillary benefits is that you are getting less calories throughout your day. You're not hitting 2,600 if you're a man. And of course that number is completely arbitrary based on your height and weight and how much you work out and stuff like that. But it's harder to get to that when your your eating window has been compressed. Now let's talk about some of the other benefits. For me, the main reason I do it is because I love the cognitive kick. And I've talked about this in the past. It reminds me of that old Bradley Cooper movie, which I think was turned into a CBS show called Limitless, where he takes that experimental pill and he can start speaking Mandarin Chinese and he can do all these amazing things in his head. Now, of course, I can't do that. Okay, so, But I will say that in the morning, because I fast, uh, like I said, three to seven. So in the morning like when I record my episodes here, my brain is alive. Like I don't, I don't have those mental lapses, that brain fog. I don't have any of that. And the longer I go in the day, my body is humming. My energy levels are high. Of course, I don't have any hunger pangs. I have not had hunger pangs since 2015. I don't get hungry. I just don't get that. My body is so fast at adapted. And certainly I could do 20 daily 24 hours. Or uh, you know daily thirty sixes or alternating forty eight you know forty eights a couple of times that's just not me I like the daily and so the cognitive kick I love the other li- the other love I get and of course this takes time guys if you've never fasted the first week or two where you're trying to stretch out and not eat breakfast you go to I don't know eight thirty to nine 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 to ten or whatever you're definitely gonna have some energy lags and some hunger pangs and just stretch it out you know and then your body will get used to it the other thing I love is my workouts are better I always work out when I'm fasting. 
And I remember like when I used to work out in the evening or afternoons, it, you know, how your workouts aren't as good because you still have some of that food in your belly and a lot of your blood's been shunted to the intestines. I'll break it down. So your workouts just aren't as good in my, in my opinion. In fact, my best rowing times, my best cycling times, my best running times, my best lifting, all these things are when I'm fasting. So I'll, I'll, I'll work out like 1 p.m., you know, before my fast breaks. And a lot of people are like, that's so counterintuitive. It's not, because think about it. If you're not, if you don't have any food in your gut, your blood can all be shunted to where it's supposed to be shunted when you're working out, which is going to be your skeletal muscles. So that's the other thing. What else? What are other some cellular cellular repair, autophagy? Now a lot of people don't really think about these things because they don't really care about these things, but it does give your body time to to kind of fix itself, cellular repair, and this is crucial. The body kind of initiates it like a waste removal process. And it's it involves the cells breaking down and metabolizing like broken and dysfunctional proteins that build up inside cells over time. And this autophagy that happens when you're fasting can help protect against diseases like cancer and, and inflammation, which is essentially cancer, and Alzheimer's and other things like that. So there's a lot of benefits to that. It can help prevent against excessive inflammation. And oxidative stress, a lot of free radical damage that's going on. That's why some people like to take vitamin C and so forth. Fasting has been shown to fight that. Good, a good, a good spice to eat for to fight inflammation is gonna be turmeric, curcumin, and turmeric stuff like that. Curcumin is the active ingredient for turmeric. It's good for heart protection. It's good for cancer. It's good for the prevention of Alzheimer's. And a lot of that has to do just with the insulin. So. One of the benefits of fasting, and certainly fasting should be done by diabetics, absolutely, or pre-diabetic, which is the majority of America. But what happens is your blood level of insulin drops a lot, which facilitates fat burning because insulin in your blood facilitates fat storage. So what happens is when you eat something like, um, I don't know, cereal, whatever, your body's going to release insulin to help open up the organs and muscles to accept that sugar so it could be stored or used as energy. And that insulin, if it isn't broken down by the body, will lead to fat storage. And so if you're eating three, you know, every three hours, you know, we used to think you should eat, you know, six six meals a day, da, da, da. you just constantly have insulin in your body. That's your 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 working counterintuitive against how to lose weight. Now that's not to say you can't lose weight if you're eating six meals a day. Back in nineteen ninety when we thought carbs were good and fat was bad. That's why we had low-fat milk, skim milk. I lost my weight in that way. But certainly, it lowers the level of insulin because you're not eating. You're not eating. And this is kind of kind of connected to ketosis too. If you break your fast, if you're doing a keto diet and you're fasting, when you break your fast and you're eating mostly a keto diet, full you know full fat, under 50 grams of, of carbs, you're, you're kind of continuing that state even though you're still eating. It also increases your HGH levels, which is human growth hormones, and this is a hormone that facilitates fat burning and muscle gain, so men should be doing it. There's some studies that show it helps raise your testosterone. I talked about that in those couple episodes, how to naturally raise your testosterone. And uh, it's going to help reduce your visceral fat because, again, we're burning the fat, and it's very good for diabetics, as I mentioned. So these are just some things that I would tell you that it's good for. It's going to stretch out your life, right? A lot of studies showing about that prolonging your life. So look, I think it, if if you do a lot of great things like fast, eat well. The other thing is, you know, especially the younger people who are fasting, they'll fast and then they'll break their fast with Burger King. 
So as you get older, especially when you're when you're my age in your 40s and higher, fast, try to eat a clean diet, a paleo-inspired diet. If God didn't make it, don't eat it. So most of the middle aisle foods, try to limit those. Limit your sugars, don't drink your calories, work on your microbiome, proper sleep, proper sunlight, watch your magnesium and vitamin D levels and all these things like that, exercise. You can live a long time, but fasting is definitely a weapon in your arsenal that you can do to have a long, good life. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post an honest review. It would only take you five seconds. If you have an Apple product, I think you can only do it if you have an Apple product. It really means a lot to me. It helps with the algorithm to send it to like-minded people. There's two links in the episode notes, one for PayPal. If you want to make a donation to help defray the cost of hosting this on a server, I would appreciate it because I don't make any money off of this. Also, there's a website link for Naturopathic Earth. If you want to check out all the articles, I have over 250 recipes in addition to the articles. And I also have all the podcasts over there. And lastly, please subscribe right now. Hit the subscribe or follow button for this feed, as well as for Confessions of an Obese Child, my other one that deals with food addiction and early childhood trauma. Until next time, take care. God bless and pray. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com for innumerable essential oil recipes, our Facebook page at Holistic Health News, and our Twitter and Instagram feeds at Holistic News Now. Spread the word about the benefits of aromatherapy, herbalism, and naturopathy. And remember our motto at Naturopathic Earth, let food be thine medicine, let nature be thy healer. Until next time.